The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. Hello and welcome to episode 134, season 6, episode 10, of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P, and the other Mr. P. Welcome back, happy new year, it's 2023, I hope you're all all alright, I hope you've uh, settled back in to to work, I've struggled massively, Um, first day back last Tuesday, drive home, migraine, Middle of the night, double migraine, off on Wednesday. Really? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> not and, the way. Not the way you want to start the new year. And I've had this eye infection sort of thing. It's not. It's not an eye infection. It's like a side effect from the medication I'm on for my eczema. If you remember, I used to have really bad eyes. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Years yeah. ago, and it's it's gone, and now it's just come back. So I'm sort of one side. Jedi Knight, one side, Sith Lord. It does look so, that. It's horrible. It looks so, like lava. It's horrible. But anyway, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Happy New Year. Happy New Year uh, to everyone listening. Um, yeah, no, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's difficult, isn't it? It's, I always feel like going back after the summer's hard. Yeah. But going back after Christmas, I know I've said, I've, I've said this before. Every first episode after Christmas yeah, it's the same. It's tough. Because I think you have those, you know, the week, definitely the week last week, but then even like a few weeks before, timetables are a bit different. There's loads of fun things happening. The, the music's flowing. It's just all like festive joy. And then you're back and then the joy has gone. Yeah. And and then, you know, everyone's like trying to be better and, you know, no one's up for a nice buddy from the shop because they're being good and... So it's just a bit like it's just a bit of a Debbie Downer, isn't it? It's a bit it like is. Oh. it is. It's horrible. And, and then I, the weather as well. It's, the weather's horrendous, and it's just like it's yeah. wet play galore. Yeah, it is. It's, it's just no one's up for a chippy Friday. Yeah, it's just yeah. And and I feel sorry. Can we just take a moment to um, just think about all those people who have a birthday early Jan? Yeah, because that is the worst time. Has to be. To have a birthday because no one, no one wants no to celebrate one's it. keen. No, no one wants to do anything uh, like it's our mum's birthday, and she always goes on about how much she hates it because it's yeah, it's just everyone's New Year's resolutions, trying to you know recover from all the overindulging because that's what it's like, isn't it? It's like you go before Christmas, every advert on TV, every advert, especially on social media, is like eat this. 
fill your boots. Yeah, you know yeah. you want to treat yourself. It's Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. Fill your, you know, uh, go on, you gluttonous pig. Eat yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as New Year, it's like, you fat so-and-so. Yeah. Get to the gym. Get, get on the gym. Yeah, it's... it's get it's, on it's, the gym. On That's the gym. How, how much I know. Get it's, on it's the gym. as well, isn't it? It's like... Um, you do that thing where you're going, right, I'm going to be good. Start a gen, I'm going to be good. So I am going to eat like an absolute pig. Yeah. And then it comes to start a gen. And it's like, we got we went back to school on a Wednesday. Yeah, you're not And it's just like, no, oh, we'll start on Monday. But then Monday comes and you think, what will make me happy now? I'm so yeah. down. Oh, I'll tell you what. A wicked zinger tower meal. Exactly. Uh, and then, because there is birthdays. So it's like mum's birthday. We went out for something to eat. So then that writes it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we can't do it this week. Oh, it's just a nightmare. And whilst we're on birthdays, a uh, a podcast legend who will be returning uh, with one of his notorious views in an upcoming episode soon, right. uh, Cockney John uh, or at Brav, he turned Ooh. the big four O. Bit he, rusty there. I know he's changed his voice now. <laughs> no, all right. Let me do it again. Or at Brav. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. yeah, he turned yeah, the big four zero, yeah. um, which he wasn't very happy about. Uh, but the funniest thing is about Cockney John is he's turned forty, uh, and to be fair to him, he's all right. He's he's managing. But I always remember I met him, so I met him ten years ago uh, in right. like September. So he was twenty nine when I met him, and he turned thirty, and he managed that okay. But when he turned thirty two. Really? He lost it. He Why? lost his head. He, he, I remember him coming to the staff room when I was going, hey, Cutney John, uh, you, you're well close to 40 now. And he was going, I'm close to 40, bro. I'm literally 32. And I was going, yeah, but think, you'll never be 30 again, but you will be 40. And he was just like, why would you do that, bro? See, I, I, um, I have a weird thing with age. Like, I see it as a privilege denied to many. So I embrace it. Don't be telling me that this app's going to be a philosophical, philosophical, yeah. whatever. Philosophical? Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll come what on to it? that. Philosophical. Philosophical, we've got Mr. There. ICT. No, no, but you know, it's like people, for some reason, people are so down on getting old. and But I just think, embrace it. With, I... with, with age comes being wise. Wisdom, yeah. Wisdom. I... I... I mean, I I don't mind. Listen, I I I always think that the way my mind works and the way and my maturity level, I never I never feel like I'm. I feel the same as I did when I was like eighteen, nineteen, mm, eight. The difference, <laughs> eight. <laughs> the difference is, is when I'm sat on one of those Sokomos in school. What's a Sokoma? You know, one of those like dinner tables where it's long with the seats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, they're horrible. They're they, I sat there doing some, some, uh, you know, corrections today with pulling kids out left, right, and centre. And my back, my legs, yeah, my, my, my chest. I started having chest pains. I was thinking, is this how I go on a Sokoma? There's, there's times where I've done training sessions, like full day inset training sessions, no. and the staff. No, no. On those, you 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 should put that as your rider. Yeah, yeah. Never mind towels for the two Mister P's. <laughs> it should be comfortable comfy chairs seats. for everyone. But then if it's too comfy, people nod off. Mm. If it's too, you got you know you got to keep people on the toes. Um. So yeah. So we hope you're all all right. Uh. If you are feeling a bit down about the new start of the new year, I know something that could cheer you up, and that is to join us on our next tour. So come October. 
uh, the October half term, we are going to be touring all around the UK um, in bigger venues, and we would love as many of you to join us as possible. So if you've not seen where we're going to be going, you can find all the details. Everything's now available to book. You just go to twomrpspodcast.com forward slash live, and then you can choose the closest venue to you, or because it's during the half term, if you want to make a day out, weekend, night away, it's there for you. And uh, yeah, we will we will promise to make it worth your while. 100%. And thank you so much to everyone who's already got the tickets. We received loads of messages, uh, people buying in in groups and going with all the friends and the loved ones and stuff. We love that. And actually, the, the, uh, the touring company were very taken aback at the you know, the amount we sold on the first week of sales, considering it's like a year away. So don't miss out. Make yep. sure you get your tickets. It's going to be, and trust me, I'm going to start my diet between now and then. I'm not going to tell you well, what. Well, that's the incentive, in it? Is that your New Year's resolution? No, my New Year's resolution uh, is to stop overthinking. That's not, you've got to be able to think first. <laughs> no, as in, as in, I, I kind of, I overthink a lot. Like I'll be laying in bed and I'll be thinking, "Have you'll I annoyed?" You'll be sat there thinking, "Have, have I annoyed some? Have I annoyed like you?" I'll be like, "Have I annoyed? Is he annoyed at me? Is he in a mood with me?" Right. The answer to that question is always yes. <laughs> Your mere existence. Yeah, but is <laughs> but honestly, no. I, I'm I'm terrible for it. Like and 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 it's because I care. I just don't care. Well, yeah, but you can't do that because that's what makes I me, do. That's what makes me a good friend. He's um, just no, but like so. I'll see someone in work, and I'll go, "You're right." And then, you know, if they like let on back to me and go like, "Yeah," and then walk off and don't like speak to me, I'll be like, "Are, so, are they okay? Like, what's going on?" And I, it's because I care. But now I've got to get to a point now where I, I just kind of got to let it slide and, and and not worry about it too much. But then when you talk about you know diet, I'm pretty sure like like I worked out. So we, this is our fifth year of doing this, isn't it? It will be. It's April, our fifth yeah. year. So half a decade of podcast to Mr. P's. And I think at the start of every year, I've said about <laughs> a diet. Now, I've maintained, I've not, I've not gone over. Stop laughing. <laughs> you you talking so, I'm about talking maintained like what? the way I was like two years ago. <laughs> We've been doing it for five. <laughs> so, so the thing is, I've maintained, <laughs> but, and which is good, but I, I do, the, the, what's annoyed me is I've had a couple of good little runs where I've, the worst, <laughs> you've had the runs, the worst, sure. <laughs> yeah, the worst one I ever did was last year, when we got back to school in September, I did like a full month of like, re- counting calories, exercising, doing everything, and I dropped the stone, bang, stone gone. And people, that's when you start getting the comments. Are you lost weight? Oh, you're looking good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I felt good. But then it's my birthday at the start of October. So it was like, oh, have a night off. Oh, get on the beer and, and, and get went to this big food place. And then, you know, after the day after when you're a bit hungover, it's like, oh, well, you know, we may as well go for it. That was like over a year ago. And I've not stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I've not gone back. Uh, but I've maintained. I've I maintained. Love that. What 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 constitute mean? Like how far? You know, is it? A, a I'm saying of... within the stone bracket. Within the stone bracket. Yeah. Okay. So okay. so I'm I'm not scared to to throw it out there. I at the minute 
just I'm tipping the scales at just over eighteen stone. Right. Okay. Um, and about maybe two, three years ago, I was tipping it just over seventeen. So maintained <laughs> that stone, that stone mixer. Slow and steady. Yeah. <laughs> slow and steady growth. No, it'll be slow and steady. Never wins this race. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what my New Year's resolution is. I, don't, I, I just never stick to it. It's to try and eat healthily and heat. But, but the problem for me... Yours should be to have two white eyes. Yeah, just to, <laughs> just to, just to have a, a normal... Oh, it's so annoying. It really is. But anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, it's because you were giggling at I have no time. idea what yeah. my New Year's resolution yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> you all agree? Everyone in favour say aye. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to write it down, but I couldn't cross the t's and dot the i's um <laughs> I didn't know where you were going there <laughs> what was i saying then um but the problem for me right is it's so hard to to eat healthily when you're on the road oh yeah like so obviously you know i'm here there and everywhere again in the week uh like so far i was in i was like down in south london on friday I was in Newport on Monday. I'm in Newport again on Friday. And uh, obviously loving the drive in, in my new car. Oh, Love yeah. the car. Teddy um, Tesla. Teddy Tesla. Here I am. <laughs> Here to stay. <laughs> Here to stay. Bloody <laughs> love it. Uh, so I'm loving, like, I'm loving the driving, but then it's like there's no... The worst thing you want to do if you've done a four-hour drive oh, is then like sit there with like a salad cold open. salad. Yeah, it's no. just you want a hearty meal. Yeah, you do, and um, and you deserve and it. And it's not just that because you could like services. I could get to an M and S. You could get a bit of sushi. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Nice wrap. Because I'm well into the dragon roll sushis. Oh, because su- it was a a pit stop on the tour where you dragged. You gave me one of them, and I was like, oh hello. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, nice. Yeah. So I'm on. I'm on. Well, I'm them. glad I've, I've I've done something. Yeah. Um, I'll be receiving. So I wasn't annoyed at you for that. <laughs> You're all right. No, so but it's it's the it's the days in the school. So it's like if well, there's when an they provide day, lunch. Oh, and there's always a spread. There's always a spread. But I think as long as you're good, you, the thing is, you've just got yeah, to pick your I moments. Can't. But you if can't. This... The thing, what I don't like is if if a school like if this was you, right? If I were you, and I'd go into a school, or say no, sorry, if I was a member of staff who had you in. Um, and we put on a big spread of dominoes, say. Yeah. Uh, and you came Guilty. in, you and you pulled out like a little, a little Tupperware of salad, and you were like, "No thanks." I'd think you were a gimp. Exactly. I'd be like, exactly. God, he's so up his own backside. I know. He looks no different than he did. He maintains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. So it's it's very hard. It's very difficult. So um, so what you're trying to say is you've you've. You do want to try and lose some, but you've been going in. Talk to me about Scran. You know I like to know. Well, no. So what, what, what's what's so been like on the old the school menu? I'm in, in in Newport was just school dinners, but well, nice school what, dinners. Talk to me. Menu. So uh, pasta shells and bolognese. Ooh, okay. Cheese on top with garlic bread. Nice. And then you get rice an extra pudding. garlic bread. No, I just got the one. Ooh. And then rice pudding with an asterisk. Oh, oh, rice pudding. Such... Do you remember when you threw, threw a bit of jam in there? Yeah, it's a bit of jam. <sighs> I just like it plain, though. I think it's up there. It's so underrated, rice pudding. Rice pudding is mint. It is class. But then when you get the really posh rice pudding, it's not as good. M&S do a clotted cream rice pudding, oh, and it, it is naughty. Reminds me of that Jason Derulo song. <laughs> Dog did it to me. But yeah, I'm sure everyone else out there. Uh, the, 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 the depressing thing is these people who are running 
listening to this. There's going to be people out there sticking to their New Year's resolutions. And we want to just say, well done. Because you're doing better than we are. Yeah, but well done. But don't don't miss things. You do you. Do you you yeah. do you. Um, now, obviously, before we get into stories and stuff, we've got to talk a little bit about what's bloody going on in the world. Because over the past couple of weeks, I don't... I, the other thing, like, obviously, after post-Christmas, it's always a bit of a slump in it, but... Things at the minute are just so, so grim, aren't they? <laughs> right. I mean, this podcast is is an upbeat. No, it's, no. It's, but, as in, no. We, we, yeah, but we we, we are going to tackle the craziness. Yeah. And we do hope everyone's okay. But I'm completely with so, you. Times are absolute crap. You've just... What I can't get my head around is how anyone thinks that this current government at this point have any idea of what they're doing and could even support them. They're just, oh, it's just, it's almost laughable. I feel like we're the laughing stock of the world. Like they're looking, well, we're not because there's worse places, isn't there? But, you know, Great Britain is a stretch at the minute. It's, it's, you know, it's, yeah. I, I, I love our country, I love it to bits, but, you know, I worry. I've been very worried this week with everything I'm reading about the NHS, and that's what I, what I start with because that is the most important thing. And we'll come on to Harry and Meghan in a bit. But one of my biggest frustrations with the whole Harry thing in his book is the fact that it is so prevalent in all the media and news over literally the NHS break. Well, it's it's not breaking; it is broken. Like, you don't hear the stories on the news, on the mainstream. It's just all on Twitter. And when you read some of the stuff that's going in... I mean, I read some, I read a tweet the other day that was basically saying that due to waiting times in A&E and everything going on there, 500 people are dying unnecessarily a week just because of that. Scary. Now, it's fixable. This is the problem. It's fixable. But... The government just aren't asked. They just don't care. And you will never convince me that they care about the NHS because all they have ever done is slowly but surely break it to the point of no return. And the reason that they don't like the NHS is because they can't cream off the top of it. The NHS is not a business. It shouldn't ever be run as a business. But that's what the Tories want. They want to run it in a way... Because it's like... The issue at the minute is the recruitment is, is is the nurses getting nurses in, and obviously nurses want a better pay and they completely deserve yeah, a better thoroughly pay. Thoroughly deserve it, yeah. Um, you know, we uh, the fact that that government was stood there clapping during the pandemic and now refused to even enter talks about giving them a fair deal of pay, and um, so a few years ago, so there was an article doing the rounds about nurses charging three grand for a shift. And it's not nurses charging three grand. What it was is the agencies charging three grand to provide nurses. So the nurses don't get that amount. They get a slice, as every supply teacher listening to this will tell you. And a few years ago, there was an agency that was owned by the NHS that would put nurses in hospital, you know, so whenever there was a short... Yeah, like supply nurses, yeah. But it was run by the NHS... Guess who got rid of that? Bojo. No. Uh, Cameron. No. 
Theresa May. Jeremy, Jeremy Hunt. And I mean, he the, now, the roll call there. Yeah, everyone I mean, you say it could have been any of them. Could have been any of them. Um, and now it's all done privately, where the biggest nursing agency—I uh, can't remember which Tory MP it is—but has basically got a massive shareholder in it. It is just criminal. Um, what's going on? And Rishi, Jesus, do you know what Rishi reminds me of? And I've seen. I mean, obviously, Will from the in between. Yeah. Whenever you hear him speak, it's like. But you know how, like, you know when you do school council. Yeah, yeah. And normally at the beginning of the year, you sort of like, uh, right, we need to nominate two school councillors. Yeah, yeah. And straight away, everyone goes for the. The smart, the sensible. No, not necessarily. They go for the popular choice, don't oh, they? Oh, do you mean the kids the voting? The kids. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, you meant yeah. if the school staff were choosing. No, no, no. So we're talking oh, yeah, about other yeah, kids yeah, in the class. Yeah, yeah. But then there's one child who desperately wants to be on the school council, but isn't As, one of the yeah. popular kids, and then just goes around almost trying to desperately get yeah. people to like them to become school council. That's what Rishi's like. That's what he's like. He is so out of touch with reality it is untrue i just think that the problem is like we just did there where you go through the like oh who was that and then you you, you throw in the names that have been in there um and then just adding rishi to it i mean listen i i don't like to wax lyrical i know much about politics and stuff but at the end of the day you, you look at since 2020 what what the nhs has been through and how hard they worked. And like you said, like it was all like, we love the NHS. Put the banners outside your house. Let's go out on a Thursday and clap and bang the pans. All well and good. But when, when it's come down to the nitty gritty of when things are finally sorted and then we've got the backlog of, you know, operations and treatments that have been had to be put on hold to, to, to work through this pandemic... And now just being like you said, I mean, I've I've read some stuff and I've actually got a friend who's whose grandparents quite poorly. And the grandparent was actually in a wheelchair in a corridor for nearly two days. Yeah. And yeah. it's I mean, it you obviously, like you said, with all the stuff going on in the news in the world, you, you don't you don't see it and stuff. But it needs it needs sorting. And and, and listen, if we could be a voice to, to, to yeah, you know, to, and I've give it a kick up the backside and i've always felt like education is two years behind the nhs so the state that the nhs is in now is is where education will probably be in a couple of years but it's just it's just worrying because for me if you ask i think if you ask the majority of people in the country what's what what are you the most proud of as a as a brit yeah, you know, as a UK citizen, what makes you the most proud? Gareth Southgate's young lions. <laughs> no. For me, it would be 100%. the NHS. 100%. The NHS. Like, if someone gave me a choice now, have a royal family or get the NHS back to to where it needs to be. NHS all day. Yet all the the coverage over the past week that has just been around Harry and his book is just so. I, I don't like. I've obviously watched bits and read about it, but 
in comparison, I really don't, don't care. It drowns the real issues because, you know, like you said, it, at the end of the day, that's a family fallout. We all have family fallouts, yeah. but that's too like right. A, that's a <laughs> yeah, that's a family fallout on just a on a pedestal, isn't it? But yeah. But like you said, yeah, the, the major issues need to be sorted. But that's the problem. I mean, listen, you could... I'm sure there'll be some sort of book released. Uh, not Harry's book, but uh, there'll be a book released just showing all the calamities over the past however long this yeah. government has been in. And it will be probably the best-selling comedy book, the best-selling drama book, just because it's embarrassing. Oh, you could just go for everything. Everything that's happened. You could go to the party gate. That just everything yeah. that's happened, and it's just and it's the, embarrassing. The worrying thing is, there are still people who will st- stand there and go like, "Yeah, but can you imagine what it would have been like if Labour were in?" And it's like it can't be any worse. Nah. Like it cannot be any worse. Um, so I'm hoping we can just hold out until the next election, get a government in who actually know what they're doing and actually care about helping others rather than just lining the pockets. We might just be able to get through it, but if uh, I have absolutely no confidence at all, I mean, one of them, one of the MPs, can't remember his name, Ben Summit or other, another Tory, you know, tool, stood up in um, Parliament yesterday, going on about he's, he was a teacher. He was a teacher. You know, so when people say like, oh, Mr. P, you should get into politics. We need someone who do to be education secretary who's worked in teaching. No, no, no. There are people in politics who used to work as teachers and they're absolute plant pots. Yeah. He stood there and he's going on about how when I was in school, I was a union member, blah, blah, blah. But now these teachers, all they want to do is get a day off uh, and they're, um, they're being forced into it by... And then calling the NUTs, what is it? Not, what, what's NUT or NEU, whatever. And he's coming out. It was just, I can't think of... It just winds me up. I really do get wound up. Um, now... I just hope we can get it sorted because the, the the thing is everyone in the country now is just like praying they don't get ill. Yeah. Because you're getting to a point where if you have to go to a hospital, you you don't know what's going to happen. No. You don't know if you're going to get it. You know, it, it petrifies me and it's such a sad state of affairs. Um, but yeah, big shout out to everyone working in HS. We know it's not your fault. We know your back's against the wall and, you know, we'll continue to support you as much as possible. Um, and I back it. I back every strike that's going on at the minute because I just think, right, you know, the train, the rail workers, I back them. I back it. I just think, yeah, we should be able to take a stand. And the government now are trying to bring in legislation where if you do, uh, you know, if you do strike, you could get sacked for striking. <laughs> so that will apply to teachers. So they're trying to bring it in so that if we announce the strikes, which might happen next couple of months, if we're not, I think it's something like if you don't provide minimal sort of, uh, you know, work to keep things open, to keep things ticking along, you can basically get sacked for it. Jesus. It's it's a scary time. Um, and anyone calling the unions, the unions are the reason we have weekends. The unions are the reason we have maternity, paternity pay. The unions are the ones who fought for the workers' rights and anyone who thinks the unions are to blame really needs to look at where they're getting their information from because without unions, God knows how scary it's going to be, especially, sorry, I am keep going on, if this other bill, you know, the 
workers' right bills that the Tories want to bring in, which will be in... So this time next year, they'll have it in place, which will get rid of basically every workers' right. So there won't be holidays, there won't be sick pay, there won't be this, that and the other. And then, yeah, that's going to be one of the big benefits of Brexit, the fact that our workers' rights are shot. Anyway, moving swiftly on. I am I'm I, I will Jesus. bring this I will try and bring this back. So it is bleak at the minute, but we're trying to just get the things through. So moving on to the whole Harry and Harry royal family stuff. Thoughts? Uh I don't have many thoughts, to be honest. Um See. <laughs> we're turning right. turn it round. Um no, do you know what it is? Obviously, like I said, I've seen some stuff. I've not watched the Netflix thing. I've obviously not read his book. I've seen little excerpts, inserts, excerpts, excerpts from from the book and stuff, and crazy things that have been said. And I saw one today where he did mushrooms in Courtney Cox's house. It's like, like I just I find it a bit weird. Like, I I like you said, to put, to perfectly honest, I do not care. Like, no. I don't care. I'm I, listen. We lost the Queen, and that was sad. And, you know, I li- I've always liked Harry just because I thought, you know, he'd be decent on a bender. the same colouring. Yeah, but also, you know, he lost his virginity to an older woman getting spanked behind a pub. You know, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, yeah, I've always liked him, but I've always liked William. I obviously had massive sympathy for what they went through, losing losing Princess Diana and all that kind of jazz. Um but I just think this is just unnecessary. Like you said, there's there's more important things going on in the world than than two brothers falling. I mean, imagine if imagine if we we went really sour and then I went out and was just like, yeah, this is what he does. There's always skids left in the toilet, right? And well, what do you mean when when that happens? <laughs> yeah, I just um, announced it. There's this. So I I sort of I'm on his side. I, team has it. I, I, yeah, because I just think like what he's done is he's just tried to get his story across, and you know uh, he's clearly got a chip on his shoulder, and I think rightly so, given the life he's at, you know the struggles he's gone through, and it's all your own perspective, isn't it? It's all your own experience, and I just think he's gone through a real tough time losing his mum. And and that is 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 clearly held on and held a lot of of it against the British press, which is completely justified. Um, and then he's seen the same thing repeat with his with his wife and yeah. wanting that help and support from his family and just not not sort of getting it. So I think the whole book and the interview and everything is just a way in which he can get his point across. I like to think that once it's you know the dust has settled, then he will take that break and he'll go away and he'll be away from the limelight. But um, yeah, I, I've I've got his book. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna, got it? Yeah, yeah. I've got it as an audio book for when I'm driving, because um, I'm just I'm quite interested in. I'm not I'm not mivered. Like I don't care really, but I quite like him. I quite no, like I do him. like. I thought him. he came I, across well in the interview. I, I, th- I didn't watch the interview, but I say I say he's just he's 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 shot himself in the foot a little bit, hasn't he? By yeah. when he when he when he left, it was all like we need to get out. We don't want any privacy intrusion and all that kind of jazz and then suddenly boom he's on Oprah he's got a he's got a podcast he's got a book he's got a yeah. TV special he's but making I mean, he's I mean, making some serious bank as well if if the newspapers are going to write about you in a certain way and then you're like well this isn't right I'm going to tell my story 
and then someone comes along and goes, well, if you tell it, we'll pay you 20 million to do it. Yeah. You'd be a fool not to do that. Yeah, you'd be a fool. I mean, we need to have words with our publishers. <laughs> What's that advance about? I know, yeah. Um, we'd be laughing, but maybe we should. Maybe we should have a fallout and then see if you can get the book deal and then yeah, write about it. I think you'd, you'd probably be able to get the book deal, but I'd I'd be on something like, something grim like Channel M. Beano. Yeah. <laughs> you'd have a cartoon in Beano or Dandy. Yeah, if you like um, at the back of auto traders, just like... yeah. But I, I, I mean, like I say, I'd, I'd much rather us be having the conversations about keeping the best thing that has ever happened to our country, which is the NHS. But, you know, I've watched the documentary, watched the interviews, and I'm about to read his book. And look, it's, you know, there's always three sides to every story, isn't there? There's, you know, your version, my version, and the truth. And we'll never get the full truth. But I think he's right to let his side of the story be heard because if you've gone through your whole life where people write stories that aren't true, or are sensationalised, it will do your nutting. Mm. It would absolutely annoy Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but anyway, right, and then we'll finish on the other bit of news, which is uh, positive in a way, uh, is the Greta Thunberg-Andrew Tate drama. Beef. Oh, I loved it, loved it. So um, I'm sure if you are someone who works in school, you are now aware of this Andrew Tate pleb. Um and I, I mean, I was seeing him on uh, like TikTok a bit, and I never really got my head around. Just it just looked like for me, it just he just looked like an absolute tool. He's just a gimp, but he's a dangerous gimp. That's a problem. He's a dangerous, dangerous man. <laughs> yeah, um, being a gimp's fine, but don't be a dangerous <laughs> gimp. He is, and and he's essentially what he's doing is he's he's radicalizing people, young men, into a certain way of thinking, and you know, there's a lot of people a lot of children in school who idolize him and we're not talking secondary i thought it was just secondary school no 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 we're talking children as young as seven watching his content and and like we know with social media as soon as you watch one piece of content because social media wants to keep you on that platform it shows you more and it shows you more and i've seen this the the odd clip you see, and he doesn't say anything too controversial. He says just enough to get you to side with him that triggers the algorithm to show you more. But the more you see, the more severe his views are. And, 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 And that's where it then becomes dangerous, where that way of thinking and the misogyny and the, the the views he has and some of the stuff he said is just completely and utterly unforgivable. And for me, that's not what being a man is. It's not what being a man is. If that's and 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 here's the thing: for the way I'm looking at it as a, as a teacher is, if I do need to speak to children about it, you can't go gung ho at him. You've got to look at what the reasons are that young men, especially, I think I think it's majority of young men. Of finding him appealing what is it that's what we've got to address that's what we've got to find and 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 explore and hopefully well it's like that thing in it it's like if your daughter had a boyfriend that you really didn't like you can't just tell your daughter like get rid of him he's bad news because then that'd make her want to be with him more. You've yeah, got to kind of yeah. play the game, well, get just to know him. Open conversations, and 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 I'm saying this as a parent as well. I've had conversation with my children. Do you know who this guy is? And again, they did. Uh, my older stepson was more aware of him, obviously. But 
you know, you've got to monitor what your kids are accessing. If you're going to give kids a device, right, set time limits, have open conversations and keep on top of what they're watching because it is so easy to fall into a trap of watching a certain type of uh, content. Because this is the thing, this isn't going to stop now if he gets arrested, if he goes in jail, because the next person who thinks it, it, it's easy enough to manipulate young minds into believing a certain, for clickbait and for views, it's what we've got to be doing is we've got to be doing more as, as a generation of parents to monitor and again, discuss. And I think as teachers, we need to be doing more um, having those sort of conversations because there's been all sorts. There's been female teachers walking into classrooms where uh, boys are turning around and refusing to be taught by women from from watching and listening to what this prat says. But anyway, he came out with it. This is what I love about it. Uh, well, I don't love anything about him, but he tweeted on December the 27th, right? We all need a little pick-me-up towards the end of the year. So he tweeted, and I don't know where it came from. I don't know what his beef is with Greta Thunberg. But there seems to be a lot of men, old men, who have an issue with Greta Thunberg. I don't know what it is. I saw a great, like, Mick Take video where it's like, are you a middle-aged man who gets angry about a young child worrying about the earth? Why not phone the <laughs> Greta Thunberg helpline, you know? So, hello, Greta Thunberg. I have 33 cars. Why? Uh, my Bugatti has a W16 8-litre quad turbo. My two Ferrari 812 competition has... Uh, I don't know. And this is just the start. Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions. Right. That was his tweet, which if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about him... Yeah. Uh, to which Greta Thunberg quote tweeted and says, yeah, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalive.com. Brilliant. <laughs> which I want to make clear is not a dig at people with small mm. peepees, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, I know you didn't take offense at that. <laughs> <laughs> but what he, what she's saying there is the tent that, you know, there's a, a, a sort of stereotype with, yeah, people, all you know. fart, no poo. Yeah, and yeah. You, give it the big and even though you're packing nothing. Yeah, yeah, which which I thought was hilarious. To which obviously it it got a reaction from him. He then sat on his uh, his laptop, uh, made a video where he was going on with himself like he does, um, eating pizza in this video, and then the next minute he gets arrested. Yeah, right. He gets arrested for and charged with human trafficking which again is absolutely shocking and unbelievable that he's even allowed to to have the platform. But anyway, um, and it, it suggested that the pizza boxes in this video yeah. um, let the Rom Rom Romanian authorities know that he was in the country to be arrested. It's great. Um, and then Greta sent a tweet saying... This is why you should always recycle your pizza boxes. Yeah, great reply. Great. I, mean, I hope she's doing that. I hope she's not got like a writer because that she's absolutely slayed him twice oh, there. Oh, it's unbelievable. So, you know, it's not all doom and gloom. Um, no. And I'm sure there's going to be... I'm, I'm sure I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but if anyone does know, anyone listening to this, of any useful resources 
for fellow teachers around the issue with Andrew Tate and that sort of misogyny. And if you've got children who do for some strange reason, put him on a pedestal and think he's something special, head to the Facebook group. And if you can share any resources in there, anything that you might help or just any information, or even if you want to know more about it, we'll open the discussion on the podcast uh, group on Facebook to try and help us um, and consequently help our pupils. Right. Through all that doom and gloom, we can now hopefully yeah, move put on a to smile the on your yeah, face. Well, we do hope you're okay. Obviously, you clearly wanted to get a lot off your chest there. Well, this is a safe know, yeah. space. Uh, yeah. But I want to kick things off by I saw a post about everyone's part of those Facebook like local area groups, and yeah. everyone will know that they provide absolute gold. So I saw a post about uh, what's like the funniest things that have been posted in those like local area groups. Uh, so the first one is someone said, can anyone help get my dad's ring stretched? Uh, <laughs> referring to his, his wedding ring. <laughs> someone on our village page asked, does anyone have a spare dishwasher tablet? I can't get to the shop tonight. Wash with your hands. <laughs> um, Someone asking if anybody had seen their robotic lawnmower that had gone AWOL and driven out of the garden. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone once asked how they could get a slug out of their iron. (laughs) I love it. Um, Village group. A lady let us know that her dog steals other dogs' balls. Odd in itself. She then proceeded to ask other dog walkers to only take good quality tennis balls as her dog doesn't like flimsy ones. (laughs) It's mad, isn't it? And then I think this, this is my favourite and it's hit with uh... (laughs) a... This this made me laugh loads, even though it's pretty grim, but... Then there's the comment I think made me laugh more. Yeah. Right? You ready for this? There was a post from someone asking, has anyone lost a black and white dog in our area? As it was on the roadside outside the primary school, deceased. Mm. A woman went to scan the dog to see if it was chipped and hopefully find the owner, only to find on arrival, it was a dead badger. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, because it gets better. Someone put, yeah, similar thing happened to this. Uh, similar thing happened to me this week. They thought it was a cat. Turned out to be an otter. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you, that's just reminded me of the one of the best Facebook group threads I've ever seen in my life on uh, Halifax. It was in Halifax, right? And someone put on the group. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but I've just found a cat in the road, and it's been hit by a car and has died. I'm looking for its owner, so if anyone uh, up on High Road, well, Lane or near, is missing a black and white cat, think it's male, could you please contact me? So obviously, sad that, you know. Or if anyone knows how to dispose of a dead cat not belonging to myself, that will always be helpful. And then someone replies, does he answer to the name Tomo? (laughs) (laughs) Mine's been missing two days now, usually an indoor cat. Then she replied going, won't answer to anything as it's dead. Okay, sorry, I see. You got a picture of when he was alive. I'll see if it's my cat. Why would you, t- Why would you take a pic of a dead cat? 
Surely you would put a pickup of your cat and then ask the question, is this the one? This would be so much quicker and cause no distress to everyone on Facebook having to look at a poor defenseless dead pet. How would she have a, How would she have a photo of when it was alive? She just found the poor cat dead. Yeah, sorry, I realised. My cat's not here, so I can't take a picture. We'll take one. Uh, we'll take one uh, if he comes home. <laughs> and someone's put, "This has been the best thread ever, apart from the dead cat thing, obviously." <laughs> uh, when your cat went missing two days ago, did you do a Facebook post including a photo asking if anyone has seen your cat? <laughs> he replied, "Still no cat, so I can't take picture. I'll Google a similar one and post." Look what <laughs> It's a picture of a black and white border, border collie dog. And then he's put, like that, but cat. Oh, my God. I've never seen that age ago, but the fact you just said about oh Facebook groups, I was like, that is the best. I've never seen that. Oh God, that made me cry. <laughs> oh, you'll, like have to, you'll, have, you'll have to clip that up, man. That's so funny. Um, right so in times of dread as we've established in this episode that 2023 is not the bleakest of uh, bleakest of uh, well it's the bleakest of starts to a new year isn't it we can always rely on children bringing the joy so I got told of a story and we've had stories like this before do you remember when um, remember the story it's one of my favourites where they were talking about food in class and then the teacher said so what's your favourite takeaway? Yeah. And the child said, 10 takeaway one. Yeah. <laughs> well, a similar one. A teacher, they were talking about seasons and weather. And the teacher said, so what's your favourite season? And the child went, um, I think Perry Perry. <laughs> <laughs> so it inspired me to ask you, lovely lot, what's the best sort of misunderstanding yeah. you've ever had in class? So something you've, you know, you ask a question, the children don't quite grasp what the word is or come out with something different. So, um, and this isn't just children, there's, there's teachers as well. Telling the head in my NQT year that I'd brought in my fanny piles. I meant planning files. <laughs> <laughs> fanny piles? Is it? Oh. Um, music lesson. Oh, you, shitty, shitty, bang, bang, shitty, shitty, bang, bang, we love you. <laughs> Once had a middle school pupil ask me, why don't we have sex in French? Me, what? Pupil, you know, sex like we have sex in maths and English. Me as the realisation dawns. Oh, you mean sex. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter is doing work experience in a reception class. She has a mole on her finger. One of the boys asks her what it was, to which she replied, a mole. The boy looking concerned, as if it hurt when the mole bit her. (laughs) Bless. Innocent. (laughs) My daughter also, at reception age, insisted it was Justin Beaver, and she loved the film Pirates of the Carrot Beard. (laughs) Justin Beaver. A year one child many moons ago after an RE lesson, Jesus healing the leper and explaining prior to this, Jesus was a healer. At the end of the session, 
So what did we learn today? Jesus was what? One child. Jesus was a Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Sheila. Oh, Jesus was a Sheila. <laughs> Couldn't stop laughing for days. The vision of an Australian Jesus. <laughs> oh, bloody take this a lot of you and eat it. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll turn this bloody water into wine. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a good old <laughs> knees up. <laughs> good old knees up. <laughs> trying to think of all the lines. I know. Um, oh, what? Judas, you little bastard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one of you are going to betray me tonight. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Judas, you can fuck right off. <laughs> When a child announced mid-lessons to the whole class, I've got crabs! He meant cramp. He had pins and needles in his leg. What about this one? One of my children looked straight at my chest on the way into assembly and said, Miss, do they bounce? <laughs> Mate. I was about to take him aside and give him a stern talking to when I realised he was referring to my... To my chest, he wasn't referring to my chest, but a necklace <laughs> I was wearing, which resembled those small plastic bouncy balls. <laughs> the way you, the way you did it, the the bounce. He definitely didn't ask like that. The the bounce. Hey, hey, the name's Beaver, Justin Beaver. <laughs> the sun was very bright, so I asked a child to draw the curtains, and I carried on speaking. They just sat there. <laughs> you know where this is going. Yeah. They just sat there, so I asked again. Still, they sat there but looked confused. I asked again, and they tentatively picked up a whiteboard and pen. Still looked really confused. And then he began to actually draw a curtain. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. I, I love, love those. That. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Child. Miss, someone swore in the playground. Okay, what did the word begin with? Child. Ch. <laughs> Me. I can't think of any swear words beginning with ch. Can you write on the whiteboard? Chit. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking chode. <laughs> when asked if anyone could recall what we'd been learning about yesterday, an eager pupil piped up, bowels and constipation. Almost right, I said with a smile. But some letters are called vowels and others consonants. <laughs> what an episode of Countdown that'd be. I'll take some vowels. Yeah. Constipation. <laughs> Possibly my favourite misunderstanding of, t- of all time last term. Child looking at a photo of an emu. 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 Mrs. J, this photo's not an emo. My mum said emos have black hair and broken hearts. This is just a bird. Harsh from the mum. Well, tonight will be the night that I get over you. Tonight. (laughs) Where are you? Hello there. (laughs) Me hysterically laughing. You're spot on. That is what an emo is. Thing is, this is an emu. Emu. Can't say it, can I? Oh, I see. Wait. How do you know what an emo is? Where are you? <laughs> yeah. Hello there. <laughs> Me. I was one. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, not a student, but my grandson, age 10, 
had his hair cut, but told his mummy looked like a right dildo. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but this is the thing. she said, "A what? You know, a dildo bird? You mean a dodo bird? Why? What's a dildo bird? It's not a bird. It's an adult thing. Oh, you mean a sex toy?" <laughs> What a combo. Just absolute O's playing. So, if the top number of a fraction is called, entire class, the numerator, then the bottom number is called, one solitary child, the dominatrix. I knew it was coming. <laughs> the dominatrix. <laughs> Whoop! Yeah. Whip yourself a dojo on there, will you, pal? Yeah. <laughs> Right, children, now we need to put our conclusion underneath the table. Whole class left their seats, took hold of their books and pens, and crawled under the table to complete the task. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> uh, they were all the ones off Facebook. I've got some more oh. from uh, from the wonderful world of Tickety Talk. Uh, we were, were talking... Uh, we were talking about where the children live and their addresses. One boy said, but I don't have a dress. I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Uh, a parent came to see me saying her son wanted to bring something in for Chantel. But she didn't know who she was. It was actually his turn for show and tell. Chantel. <laughs> Chantel. <laughs> <laughs> that would confuse you as a parent, depending on what the child wanted to you'd bring the, in. You'd have the thought of just like, oh my God, the karate trophy. Chantel. Yeah. <laughs> but if you think about some of the random things kids want to bring in. Yeah. Can I bring my snake skin in? Why? For Chantel. Why does Chantel want to get snake I'll tell you, here's another thing, right? You know when kids either do something great at home, which is amazing, you always want children to bring in stuff. Um, and, and at the start of the day, they'll come to you and go, I made this at home, can I show the class? And then yeah. you go, yeah, we'll do it at the end of the day. And then obviously the day happens and you don't yeah. re- remember. And then as you're on your way out, they go, but we didn't do the thing. And you're like, why are you telling me now? <laughs> like, you're about yeah. to go. Tell me 10 minutes before. <laughs> when teaching a reception class about the nativity and baby Jesus, a child told me that they knew all about baby Jesus they followed this up by saying they actually had a baby Jesus in their lunchbox. The child at lunch then pulled out a baby bell. They meant baby cheeses. <laughs> no, that's not right. It ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> Can you imagine taking it out of the lunchbox? Oh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I asked children to get in pairs. A couple of children needed help getting paired up, so I guided a child towards another and said, okay, you can be a pair. Child burst into tears and said, but I want to be an apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this one's oh, cracking. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I think we've had something similar to this one before. I once was teaching the life cycle of a butterfly in EYFS the following week. I had a parent come up to me extremely concerned because it was not appropriate. I was very confused, so I apologised for any upset cause, but asked her to explain what part she thought was inappropriate. Apparently, little Bobby had gone home talking about his learning of life cycles and the clitoris. 
oh, we have had this before. At which point I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. And I'm pretty sure as I explained the actual learning, the parent wanted the world to swallow her up. Because <laughs> we learned this, it's actually chrysalis, isn't it? Yeah. It is chrysalis. Um, had a child absolutely adamantly tell the whole class that he was a prostitute. <laughs> After much discussion, we discovered he actually meant Protestant. <laughs> he had them all, hooker, line and sinker. <laughs> Not a student, my son loved Toy Story when he was little and would, ar- would run around shouting the famous phrase, To infimony and be blonde. <laughs> <laughs> oh. A child. A child who wanted to bring in a turnip for Harvest Festival and followed it up by saying he'd definitely win because they thought it was hardest vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> a turnip. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <The> hardest <laughs> festival. One of my kids said to an Austin inspector, I wouldn't sit there if I were you. My baked beans have just escaped from my bottom. <laughs> Why is he Australian? Why is he Australian now? Oh, I wouldn't sit there, my old mate. Bloody beans coming out of my horse. The same child a few days later coloured an Easter picture in bright colours and said, my picture is nice and bright. Here is the sun because Jesus is the son of God. <laughs> Here's my picture. <laughs> and a few more beans. <laughs> A couple of big beans have just escaped out my backside. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 57 varieties. (laughs) The children were tasked with writing the word delight in a sentence. (laughs) I got one from a little lad. In delight, bats don't come out. (laughs) Great. I love stuff like that. Man, I love it. (laughs) Many years ago, I was teaching about materials and I asked where does wood come from? I was told by a boy in my class, um, home base. (laughs) Fair, fair call. One of my students mixed up terrorist and tourist. Really couldn't understand the lesson on why towns wanted to encourage tourism. (laughs) But he was sat there going, am I being radicalised here? (laughs) I asked the child to infer how a character in a book would be feeling after they'd been through an ordeal, the child said, hungover. They genuinely thought this was a perfectly acceptable synonym for exhausted hopelessness. And I agree. Oh, 100% agree. <laughs> Two <laughs> house points. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I was teaching 3D shapes to year four. I mean, we're looking at prisms. A little boy said, my uncle's in prism. <laughs> <laughs> He sleeps on a cuboid. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think we'll finish on this one, which I, uh, was my favourite. Years ago, I was an NQT covering a year one class for a day. I have Italian heritage and the children know me as Miss Fatterini. Right? Quite a mouthful for a six-year-old. One child was really struggling to pronounce my name and kept getting in a muddle. After a few attempts during the morning, she finally came and tugged my sleeve and shouted, Miss, fat and greedy, when's break time? <laughs> Fatterini, fat and greedy. 
<laughs> Great rhyming. <laughs> you wouldn't want that to stick, would you? No, no, no. You wouldn't, wouldn't want that. Anyway, right. So thank you so, so much for listening. Brings us to the end of an episode. We hope we've been able, as the children always do, put a smile on our face despite all the uh, all the things going on in the world. And that's, you know, that's what we've got to think. The children are our future. Yeah. That's I, a song. Uh, greatest love of all. And I know that because I went to watch the Whitney Houston biopic. Oh, yeah. With mum and Nana. Uh, it was my birthday present to Nana, who turned 90 on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. Thank you all for uh, all your kind messages. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I've had Whitney on um, on repeat. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good, it good film. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I really good, enjoyed good. it. Um, but yeah, no, we, we, what we're going to try and do over the next few weeks before we get to half term is just, and this is where you come in, you've got to get in touch, whether it's Two Mr. P's podcast Instagram, uh, IC2 Mr. P, the Two Mr. P's Facebook page, drop us some private messages or go to the website, two Mr. P's podcast.com. Is that right? Yeah. Number two. Number two. MRPS uh, podcast. Submit your stories. And then in the upcoming weeks, we're just going to be peppering you with hilarity. Yeah. Uh, to try and obviously, if anyone is having a tough time out there, make sure you speak to someone. Uh, we will be trying to take your mind off it as much as we can. Uh, but hopefully onwards and upwards in 2023. Yeah. And if you do go to the website, obviously, if you come into one of the live shows, if you, we're going to make it a little bit more interactive and we are going to be sharing stories some of our funniest stories from the podcast alongside some that haven't been heard before. There's an option to choose which show you're coming to. So if you share a story on the website, all the dates are there. If you click which date you're going to be coming to, we'll keep some of those stories to one side and share them in the show. Yes. Now, that doesn't mean you have to admit to them because obviously we've uh, we've had quite a few like juicy scandal stories. Um, you don't, you know... It's up to you. They can uh, be if anonymous. We read them yeah. out on the show, and I'll, I'll, I'll say like, "Is any anyone want to take ownership so, yeah. of that one?" If you want, but you don't have to put your hands up. But then you can have the reaction, the live reaction of everyone in the room as we share a disgusting tale, the an gasps, embarrassing tale, the laughs the and glass, gasps. the gasps, everything. So it's going to be really fun. You can get your tickets uh, because every no show is going to be the same. There'll be elements that'll be the same, but with the stories will be different each each night and we'll hopefully be asking you to share stories on the night as well but you can get them in well in advance um and then we'll put them to one side so yeah so thank you very very much for listening as always head to the facebook group uh and you can share things on there thoughts ideas resources link to the episode if you've not yet left a review on apple podcasts if you can do that that'd be great um and obviously, if you listen to the episodes, make sure you subscribe as well, because that really does help on whichever platform, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, do make sure you follow and subscribe. Right, we'll be back next week. Thank you very much. See you later. Cheers.